Welcome back to Don't Call It A Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we are two-thirds of the way through Leviathan Wakes. Um, I think we read up to chapter 36. Yes. Um, but first... I have I have a little bit I have a little bit of a warm up for you today, Dan. Uh huh. So, my wife and I were for a for a random reason um, during a weekday around lunchtime in, near like a strip mall, and we were hungry. Okay. And we went to a McDonald's that was right here. Whoa. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just got went to a McDonald's just just to grab some food. It's yeah. lunchtime. Yeah. In the middle in the in in a weekday. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we went in, we hadn't realized actually that there was a high school next door. Oh no. Oh god. And f- this wasn't the case for me. Just partially, I think, just because I my high school was not next to like a McDonald's or or something. Yeah. But that thing was full up. Oh yeah. With high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And before you get too stressed, nothing happened. Nothing oh, bad happened. I was worried you'd get made fun of or like somebody would kickflip on you or somebody would <laughs> so ask, this somebody would ask to borrow your vape. This is my, my warm-up. My wife and I both separately, we talked about it afterwards, yeah. but, but hadn't acknowledged it at the time. Throughout this whole experience, incredibly stressed and terrified that we were going to get bullied. Uh-huh. Yep. And like... I I don't think that I've been around a group of high schoolers in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And like I've never had the experience of being made fun of by high schoolers that, that I like outside of when I was in high school. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like Not just today's visceral teens. fear. Just visceral fear as I walked in and was like waiting for my food. I was like something's something I'm going to get made fun of. I'm going to feel bad. It's going to be tough. And I don't know. So does this make sense to you? This makes complete sense to me. And I don't know if this is unfounded because I will say, so I teach at a college and like the freshmen are basically high school seniors at the college. Mm -hmm. There is a component of maturity that is different so for example if i'm thinking about the reverse case no teenager is worried about a bunch of 40 like 30 year old adults making fun of them ever because like right they would never do that like nobody outside of high school is gonna just brutally dunk on a teen who's out in the world just doing teen stuff right you flip that situation around though and it's risky business and I will say there have been a few instances where I have been teaching and felt like the teens were were dunking on me a little bit. And like <laughs> it never is happening out loud directly at me, but it's like among themselves, suddenly there's laughter and I'm like, I didn't say anything funny. What's going on? <laughs> Guys, stop it. What are we doing? Stop making fun of me. I know. I can I know. I there's, have never in my like, life done that uh, to an in like an adult setting, but like the teens, sometimes they'll just get you. I was so scared that like 
one of them was going to try to inf- impress all of their friends by just making me look a fool. For the TikTok or something? Like, do something for the I, Vine? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was it was going to happen. And I was like, just give me my, my plain cheeseburger quickly so that I can get out of here. Luke's, like, requesting to cut the line. He's like, I got to get ahead of these teens. I got to get out of here. <laughs> terrifying i was like looking down i was like did i did i wear something stupid today how are your shoes not. how was your fit how was your fit luke i was i think it was okay but uh. mm, i don't know and then i realized as we as i read more of the fight and wakes that this exact circumstance it's it's a throwaway line but happens to i think miller he walks by a group of teenage girls and they laugh at yeah something. yeah and he shrugs it off he shrugs it off which I'm impressed by. He's got that confidence. I would have been devastated. Yeah. He's got that very undeserved confidence for some reason. Yeah. We'll get back to it when yeah. we get into the book. I agree with you, though. And I do want to say this. I think for the most part, the, the kids are all right. I think for the most part, the kids are doing good. I think bullying mm-hmm. seems to be at an all-time low compared to when we were in school. That's the sense I That's get good. from the kids these days. Um, I think it was at an all-time low even when we were in school. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's only going down over time. That's right. So I think the kids are all right. I do think there's always still that fear that they're going to get you. And and sometimes they do. And sometimes, you know what? I think it's warranted. Sometimes somebody's got to get you. But um, I think it's it's much... It keeps you on your toes. It's much rarer than I think we're afraid of, though. I think for the most part, okay. the teens are doing teen stuff. All right. Okay. They're That's just, good. They're doing their own thing. They're getting a fish fillet and then <laughs> throwing it at their friend to get on TikTok or something. Right. But not me. Not you. Just their friend. That's good. That's good. I can live with that. Um, okay. Let's let's make the transition into Leviathan Wakes up to chapter thirty six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually want to, I want to do a quick addressing of a discord comment, uh, from, from CJ that's addressing my, my annoyance at the, at the pessimism. Oh, um, sorry to be clear, my pessimist, my pessimism comment from the last episode, CJ comments and says essentially that like, that's kind of thematically similar to a lot of sci-fi that, that, that goes for more realism, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I think that's fair, I, and I don't want to make a big deal about it. I, I think that sometimes we mistake, like, cynicism and pessimism for realism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't think it's always, I don't think it's always true that, like, that, I, this kind of cynicism is actually realistic. I often think that it's the opposite. Um, I but that's, I agree that's just a, that's a small side that I wanted to make. I agree with you, Luke. I think that there's a there's an element of cynicism that's necessary to temper this like golden age of science fiction. But I also agree, mm-hmm. like it gets conflated with realism too often. It's just mm-hmm. a different ism, guys. <laughs> I mean, I love an ism. To be fair. We do. We do. And maybe that's how it's going to be. Just hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the the, the couple of examples in, in this section, 
They say that there hasn't been a tree in Baltimore for like a hundred years. Why? <laughs> there can be trees. <laughs> Let them have um, trees, guys. Why would we take away trees? People freaking love trees. I've been to like city council or not city council meetings, but like community organizing things. People are always like, how can we get more trees in here? Okay. There's yeah, going to be trees. Luke. There's going to the, be trees in Baltimore. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Luke. If the population is such that like eight people have to share one kid, are you going to fight Build for higher. those trees? Build higher and down and we can still have trees. Put put trees on the roofs. I knew you were going to say this. And there's still freaking parks. I, We can do this. We can do things like that. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be fine. Also, not every freaking station has to have like the seediest economy of all time. That's based on like hookers and and cards and gambling. Yeah, mean? like like not everybody freaking loves that stuff. <laughs> there okay? are so many prostitutes, like too many prostitutes, guys. <laughs> There's way too many. There's too many. There's too many. That's those are those are the the kind of tone setting things that I, that I wanted to want to point out. Um, but, but we, we can, we can leave that behind now okay. that I've, now that I've said my piece. All right. All right. Fair enough, Luke. Um, can we talk a little bit about how, so in this section, our crew Holden, Captain Holden and the crew, they get together with Fred on his, on Tycho, this space station. And we get to this point where they are negotiating with Fred to get off the space station. Mm-hmm. What's their leverage? Like, what? What? What are their? What is their bargaining power in the slightest? Like, how are they able to negotiate <laughs> at all with Fred? Because he basically runs the whole, the whole station they're on. They're in wartime, so no one's going to bat an eye if Fred's like, yeah, you can't leave, and this is for our wartime operation. And they have this, like, valuable piece of tech, this, like, data cube that they're like, hey, we'll let you look at the data cube if you let us leave. If I'm Fred, no, I'm already looking at it. Like, I've been looking at it the whole time. <laughs> You're in my domain. I've, I'm, I've been listening right. to all your conversations. I know every word you said. Like, what, are you, what did you think this was? Right. You thought you could just come eat sushi on my <laughs> dime and I don't own you? No, I own you. It's a it's a fair point. I mean, I the only leverage I think is that if if we're to believe Fred that he wants them for like an eventual trial, if we're going to believe that, then their only leverage is essentially like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do the trial if we can go do go make fun trips. The trial is, like, for them. They want to get justice for the people that killed all their friends, right? Right. So, like, right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to participate. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, they just have maybe they're zero. just buddies, you know? You're telling me Fred is just this cool where he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a constitution, I guess. You still got those bill of rights. I mean, I that's what it seems like to me. You know, Fred's just doing Fred things. Oh man, I I guess maybe it's just the cynical tone of this that makes me skeptical of that. 
mm-hmm. that Fred would would have any respect for their wishes or desires when he could just not. Right. And there would be no consequences. <laughs> I mean, maybe Fred, because because Fred a while ago in his career, like had that super terrible thing where he was the the like captain or leader of the group that had to go purge some station and he became known as like the butcher of whatever station yeah right maybe he's just been trying to change his to change his uh his vibe you know i think it's no come on no i don't believe it i think it's way more likely that he is he's part of the conspiracy he's sending them out oh okay Especially he's, be he's he's part of protogen. He's part of protogen, spreading this little amoeba thing, this little space virus, and mm. he's just trying to get it going. Okay. And he thinks Holden That's is the a, perfect rube to get it moving around. He, he does. He seems to be kind of. He seems he seems like pretty good at that kind of thing. You know. They're doing really well so far. Getting involved. Get involved in stuff. That's key. Hmm. Um, okay, so before they leave, so you know we're, we're we're following both Holden and Miller. Yeah, and they both leave to go to the new station. Eros, right? yeah, and I, Eros, and I just want to say, Miller has this moment where he's I think talking to a. Uh, a religious guy on his on his ship, yep. right? Yep. And he pauses to think whether or not he's sad that he is leaving behind like his home, everyone he's ever known. And he's not. Yeah. Was this the most depressing thing so far? No. To you? I thought no? that was sort of liberating I, actually. Okay, see, I was trying to decide cuz I was like there's one view of this which is like liberating, like you say. Yeah. Where he's like, I don't know, excited to go start a new portion of his life. Yeah. But for some reason, just the way that I it hit me was like, oh man, this is like a very depressing life experience. I get where you're coming from here, and we're gonna get to something a little bit later where I think Miller's just whole vibe is super depressing. Uh, but he just doesn't sure. realize it. He thinks he's fine, but it's actually way worse. Uh, I think the reason I think it's liberating is I think we get the depressing bit earlier when he finds out that he is like the shittiest cop on the force and everybody's <laughs> just like getting shuffled around to him because he's like the punishment in the right. in the department. And that to me was the low. That was our low point is, is when somebody... That was, that was tough. <laughs> Somebody had to spell it out for him that he was the worst out of all of them. <laughs> and that's a tough thing for a detective to hear, I think. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Miller has a rough go of it. Miller, maybe this is where it turns around, hopefully, when he gets a, a, attached to Holden's crew. But Miller is just... Yeah, not not having a good time. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he seems he seems pretty competent though for like when we see him do stuff. This is what I'm talking about. He also like he's good at analyzing situations. He seems to have a good sense of like when things are starting to get bad, and like he's a good he's good in a firefight. He's he's a quick shot. He's an accurate shot. He stays calm. I think there's a lot of good features to Miller, but it also <laughs> every time that happens, it makes me wonder like. How badass are these cops? Because if he's the worst one, how yeah, much exactly. better is everyone else? <laughs> gotta be good. It gotta be good. Gotta be good. Um, In, okay. Uh, parallel to this, Holden's crew is getting ready to leave Tycho Station. Yeah. Can we just contrast a little bit the food? Because I think the food provides a wonderful little contrast here before they get on Tycho, they're eating like protein gunk and fruit leather mm. and did you notice what they're eating on Tycho like almost every day i didn't actually sushi luke <laughs> okay you're okay. telling me luke you're telling me i'm gonna be like mm, you know this sushi is really good but you know what's even better revenge <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not i'm done i'm staying on sushi island i'm not leaving to go to some other station for some weird thing i don't care anymore we're at war right i just want to eat sushi and and chill please yeah i don't disagree i mean it does seem like they have a pretty good setup it sounds amazing. What are we doing? <laughs> stay, stay there forever. You literally don't. They're have like a to. little bit. They're a little bit worried about like taking, adv- like not taking advantage of Fred, but like being the fact that Fred is paying for them. Yeah, being beholden to him. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you could be beholden to him for a little while longer to get some to get some more sushi. And like comfortable living situation, and like, uh-huh. and like it just sounds so nice. And catch up on the catch up on all the new movies. Do a little binge. Check out Madam Web. The new releases. I heard it's great. Everybody's loving it. Um, That's right. I okay. I also think it's kind of bullshit. They already know what he wants from them, right? It's not like yeah. there's this secret hidden agenda he has that they have to figure out. No, no. He wants them for a purpose. Like they have a specific reason that he is being nice to them that they already know. Right. Take the W, guys. You won. I feel like, because <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? He's basically like, so I need you guys for a trial that I'm hoping will happen at some point in the future. Until then, like, you're here. And you can, like, do your thing. Like, I want you all to stay here and safe and comfortable, so... Right. And, like, on one level, you can be like, you know, that I'm going to get really bored. And sure. However, I don't know. So they're going to be there for, like, a while. Yeah. And I, I know that that can be boring, like, in theory. But, like... This is the time to like learn something new, right? Yes, you Luke. Know? Yes, I've always said if you're bored, then you're boring. 
All right. Do <laughs> find something to do. You, there's so much to do. I know. I know. Anything from like self-improvement mm-hmm. to like, let, what, how many freaking Dark Souls games are there now that you could be beating? They've got to be up to at least what? Six at this point? At least six. That'll last you a few months, I think. Longer, Luke. Longer. Depending, depending on how, yeah. On, depending on your experience with the franchise. That's right. Uh, anyway, point is, it's not going to be boring. You know, it doesn't have to be boring. No. No. Ugh. But anyway, this this crew chooses to leave. Mm-hmm. We get a meetup. We get a meetup with uh, Miller, finally. Our paths converge. Yep. Which before, I've just got to say, this... Eros sounds so much like Las Vegas, it's not even funny. Yes. Like, it's just Vegas, yes. right? It is just Vegas. I mean, when they say, like, the economy is entirely on, like, casinos and, like, prostitution and stuff like that, and everything is, like, designed to make you have to go to all the casinos, it sounds modeled off of Vegas. Well, and, like, at the Las Vegas airport, there's, like, Slot machines in the airport, guys. So, yeah, it sounds horrible. This is my nightmare. But, and this this is my nightmare before all the zombie stuff starts happening. But anyway, um, can I can I do a small thing? Actually, this is somewhat related, but like moments before the meetup. Yeah. So. Holden and his group walk in to this hotel that they're that they're trying to find their mysterious person at. Yeah. And Holden sees one person in the lobby and she is basically destri- described as like an attractive and like athletic woman with gray hair. Yeah. And he's like probably like a shitty prostitute that's past her prime. Like what? <laughs> Not, necess- not necessarily. <laughs> Sounds like a somewhat older woman who is like doing well. No. I mean, the, the the hotel you're in isn't great, I guess, but like she seems fine. <laughs> See, Luke, what you don't understand is uh, the the percentage of people that are prostitutes in this world, because apparently it's ninety five percent, and that's a good guess. It seems to be. It seems to be, yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. You're right, though. He he looks at this woman and is immediately like, oh, she's kind of cute, but she's older, so she must be a prostitute that's past her pro- <laughs> What are you talking about, bud? <laughs> Your brain is messed up. You, you have brain rot, sir. He does. He does. Uh, it's very tough. Um, but But anyway, she turns out to be something else and like points a taser at them or something yes yes and then and then passes away in the in the shootout so we'll never and know then passes away yes very i like the way you put that she just passes away calmly <laughs> peacefully <laughs> um yeah and then and then they find julie and she's looking rough uh yeah, she's not looking good. Um were you bummed when we found Julie dead in this way? Yes. For sure. I was really looking forward to to 
getting Julie's story from her. And when we <laughs> see her like this, it's just, it really took the wind out of my sails. I'll say that. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Do you, the, the weird thing about this with me is that it takes way too long for them to get to aliens. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like they come in and see Julie and they're like, don't, no one even considers aliens until they like get the, mm-hmm. to the ship and see the little video. Yeah. But like, I don't know. This could just be a fungus, right? You're te- Okay. Damn. Yeah. Y- you find Julie with goo all over herself. Yeah. And she has like had, I don't know, new spines and tendrils exploding out of her back and things like that yeah you're not thinking aliens oh luke this is fungus for sure (laughs) you ever see the last of us i have i have i mean come on those fungus okay (laughs) it's literally the plot of aliens when it comes out of her chest okay yeah but i don't know they haven't seen that movie i don't think they haven't it's it's irrelevant they know fungus. Fungus they've seen before. But aliens? No, there's no aliens. Come on. Okay. Okay. Fair. That's fair. Uh, um, I will say their quarantine protocols are severely lacking. Like, if they do think this is potentially a like a contagious thing that you could get, they don't they're that concerned with protocol. They being like Holden, or do you mean they as in like the whole? It seems like literally anyone. Yeah, because they just are like, "Did you touch any of it? No. Okay. Hopefully we're okay. Let's just get on a spaceship and leave." I know Miller is like, "Don't worry, I I put it in the bag." Yeah, you can can touch it. You can touch it through the bag. (laughs) No, I'm not doing that. It is. It, it, they're pretty cavalier. Yeah. I'll say that. Especially when we learn like how this kind of maybe works. Like, this is terrifying. Get it away from me. I know. I know. He's like, don't worry. It's an-. She said it's anaerobic, though. Internets. That's, that means we're safe. <laughs> that means we're totally safe. Um, real quick, Luke. Real quick. We get this initial meeting with Holden and Miller that happens as they're leaving from seeing Julie. And it's clearly a situation where we're going to have like, you know, they're going to butt heads, but become the best of buddies as time goes on. Cause clearly they're very similar. One of the ways they butted heads that infuriated me is Holden is leaving the crime scene with Miller and Miller's like, hang on, I got to make a call. Otherwise we're all going to go to jail. Because we just killed a bunch of people in this hotel. And Miller makes a call to one of his buddies and is like, hey, we almost got mugged. We had to kill a bunch of folks. Like, can you get over here so I don't get arrested? I don't want to go to jail for defending myself. Mm-hmm. And Miller's buddy is like, I got you, fam. And then because of this, they're allowed to leave. Holden is like criticizing Miller for this process. Holden is like, what, you think you can just get away with murder because you're a cop? And it's like, Holden, 
you were there too. Like, you, <laughs> shut up with your criticism. Don't, like, this is not the opportunity to criticize police overreach. And like, the, that's not the time. This is not the time. Okay. <laughs> it's like you and your crew are directly benefiting from this, which is also in the right. Like you all were in the right for defending yourselves. Right. So like, yeah, maybe let Miller use the old buddy buddy system and like get you out of this. Like, don't, why are we using this moment to critique the police? Stop it. <laughs> and you're not even talking about the urgency of the alien thing. <laughs> it's like the least of your concerns at this moment. Right. Oh, Holden's just out here like, oh, because you're a cop, you can just get away with this. What the fuck? This is bullshit. Am I right, guys? And his crew is over here like, uh, no, actually, I think it's fine. Actually, I'm cool with it. I'm, I think it's great. Thanks, Miller. <laughs> Give me a fucking break, Holden. Come on. Holden. <sighs> is Holden. I... So this is kind of in character, I think, because, right, he also does the whole thing about sending out all these broadcasts because he's like, people need to know the truth. But he's live streaming right this whole thing, thing constantly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Holden's an interesting an interesting character. I that, agree. I that I don't know if I have a, a full grasp on quite yet. I okay, Luke. Since you mentioned this, I wanna I wanna just ask this question. So Holden can just blast out a message mm -hmm. and people just he, can read that message, can hear that message? I feel like it's like it's like Twitter where anyone can send a message. Yeah. But like it's most of them are not going to get seen are except you, for a few that go viral. Are you right? saying people are like subscribing to his ship's feed or something? Because he's on three different ships. He sends messages from three different ships. Does he have like a username and password that he sends out before he just blasts out a radio transmission into the solar system i don't know I don't, this is, actually i i wasn't thinking nuts and bolts but but you're right we should we should get here because imagine um, all of the broadcasts that are being sent out constantly of like hey check out my live stream video game like let's play series and like hey watch me do this cooking video if if anyone could just blast something out Actually, no, I'm going to I'm going to change my theory because okay. I said it was like Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to change it to a subreddit with mods. <laughs> but no, where, there can't be where mods. The mods. If you're if you're if you're blasting out like all channel messages that are not important, you're getting you're getting banned and your posts are getting removed. You can't get no, Luke. No, stop. <laughs> stop, Luke. This isn't possible. Because they're just blasting it out. You can't, you can't like delete the radio waves that are being sent out, right? Right. Like they're they're just being blasted out. You can't, you can't like ban someone from sending out a radio message. You can just right. be like, hey, everybody, stop listening to this person. I get that they keep screaming over the radio, but like, just they're not. It's not worth it. Don't listen. It's still going to be blasted out. And there's only so many radio right. frequencies that you can blast something out at. Right. Like, 
like i guess technically if you like keep making the wavelengths at smaller and smaller intervals like you could have a, a lot but i there's a reason your radio dial only has certain like frequencies on it because at a certain point it's hard to like dial in between the the specific point is <laughs> If everybody's blasting out all the time, it's like noise. It's constant noise. First, first, first of all, first of all, I don't think he's using radio waves. Is he? I mean, why not? That'd be so slow, wouldn't it? Wait. Oh, no, Luke. You would have failed one of my recent exams. Oh, no. I'm thinking frequency, not speed. It's all the same speed, Luke. It's all the same speed, Dan. C. We're talking C. C. Is it C? It's C. Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> So so what what do we what do we think it is? We think there's a bunch of interns combing through. Yeah, I think it's the, this. That are finding the important ones. I think the news CNN. The, yeah, the exactly. Exactly. CNN just has a bunch of interns going through every broadcast and is like, "Give me when you got something good and keep working." <laughs> and that's all CNN is. CNN is just an aggregator of of stuff that's going on it's like a top 10 buzzfeed list now of just like transmissions in nice. the last week nice they got their main thing actually is to make sure they're not deep deep fakes mm, that's yes yeah <laughs> the one in a thousand transmissions that's actually real and not a deep fake they're they're like we found a real one guys look somebody <laughs> somebody made a frittata this week that's cool right here's a cooking video right. <laughs> Um, can, actually, can I also say Holden has an incredible amount of confidence in yeah. his public speaking abilities because <laughs> this is so this true. is jumping ahead a lot. This is, this so is jumping true. ahead. Yeah, get us there to when he he learns about the like bio molecule, whatever proto molecule, I think is what they call it. Yep. Um, and he's immediately going to the broadcast button. And yeah. Miller's, this is when Miller stops him. It's like, are you not going to, like, I don't know, practice or. He does it with the data cube. Too, script? Right? Yeah. He does it with the data cube where he's yeah. like, oh, oh, these oh are, the, the, this is what it is. Yeah, these are the Earth ships. And yeah, he does it immediately. He learns the intel and he's like blasting it out, which to a certain extent, I agree with Miller. Like, yes, data is data. But also, like, context and how you present data, like, tells a big story. And right. like, you don't have to lie about the data to, to give it a different kind of angle that is, like, maybe better. That's not as, like, inflammatory. So maybe just think for 30 seconds before you just blast right. out the data. It's a data literacy thing, right? This is so true. I think the internet has been destroyed in this world. I think they lost the internet, which is why everyone's just blasting out stuff now. And you don't have to <laughs> log in to like post something. And so they lost their data literacy. It's tough. I, I do wonder though, Miller puts a lot of the blame on Holden. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is actually Holden's fault? Like, do you think that Holden is responsible for, this stuff because Holden gives a bit of an explanation like look if this isn't secret it doesn't have power and like I'm just sending out data that we have it's up to other people how they interpret it like whose side are I you mean, on here Who, do you think Holden should I, be blasting so, it or not I so I do think that I, I actually have a note that 
is Miller as being too hard on Holden. Um, now, like, I I think he's probably correct that Holden was hasty on like blasting this message out. Yeah. But like, do I think that Holden is the cause of all of this? Like the sole cause of it? No, I don't yeah. think that. Like, because, I mean, okay, for one thing, this person's, whoever, we don't know who it is yet, right? But the plan is to start this war, right? It seems to I don't be, yeah. Think, I don't think that they're, like, relying on Holden to send out this message. Right. 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 If Holden doesn't do it, then, like, I don't know, they send out data that shows that Mars attacks this ship. It's not, the whole, the entire plan of, like, creating this war and, like, for the purpose of testing out this thing is not reliant on, like, the actions of a random guy. (laughs) Yeah, but he's an influencer, Luke. He's got a lot of followers now. (laughs) This is true. This is true. uh, I agree with you, Luke. I also think we're a little hasty with the, like, yeah... They're definitely at war. Like, Miller is doing a lot of, like, I don't know. I feel like Miller's making some logical jumps here that aren't necessarily warranted. Like, like correlation doesn't prove causation, bud. Just because things are becoming more violent and dangerous, like, it doesn't mean that there's some other puppet master, like, behind the, the, the strings. Like, it does seem that way, but it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like... I don't know. It it could be much more straightforward than you're making it. Like it could be that Earth is the one that was responsible for all this stuff or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He's a big conspiracy theory guy. He is. Granted, like I I get it. I kind of I kind of am with him, but I'm also not. And here's why I'm not. You're telling me that these giant world military apparatuses apparati. Oh, I don't know how to say that. Anyway. (laughs) You're telling me they don't have an intelligence wing that is like five steps ahead of these random people flying around? (laughs) Like this is a this is the worst detective on series, and then a captain like barely a ship captain, and they're doing more investigation than like an intelligence network from like a giant like world spanning government that doesn't know that this stuff is out there and they're all just reacting to it. They're all just like, Oh, I guess we got to go to war now. Cause no, <laughs> what are you talking about? How are they not 10 steps ahead? <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> like they're waiting for a data cube to come. No, <laughs> Yeah, the like all of the power structures are really distant and weak in in our retelling of this story. Yeah. These giant centralized government structures have to rely on the whims of people seeing something on Twitter to like, oh, I guess we have to go to war now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, That's why I don't I think don't it's know. Holden's Maybe, fault at all. 
The, I, so I I agree with you. I, I think the more we talk about it, the less I think that it's Holden's fault. Because also, like, if we're going to talk about, like, Holden's message going out and being, like, found by a CNN intern or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that is not – it's not just, like, cause and effect, right? <laughs> People see Holden's thing, boom, war. yeah. It's like the people in power have to respond to it. Correct. It's not just a it's not just a like reflex. <laughs> unless unless we've moved to a point that is like that is like dystopian democracy where it's just like yeah, whatever's on Twitter for the day gets to decide government policy. Go. <laughs> That'd be rough. That would be tough. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay. So we're saying, we're saying Holden is innocent. <laughs> free Holden. Um, free, free Holden. That's right. Uh, okay. So on, I'm going to get to the actual finding of the parasite thing. Yeah, let's go. Do you have anything before then? No. Okay. So they, they find it. I don't know if we have a good answer to what our little meat engine thing is beyond parasite thing doing parasite thing stuff. It seems to like radiation. So it feels like it's it's like encase the reactor to absorb all that juicy radiation. Yeah. It's just creating surface area around the reactor, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, so they find it. They have the the like secret compartment and they keep it the safe you mean that they take from the thing the safe yeah yes the safe and there's like a moment here where i think it's miller who's like you know what we could do (laughs) is send it into the sun and like go destroy the research facilities yeah and holden's like well why don't we do that (laughs) Yeah. And he says that, like, you can't give up the jackpot. Or, or I don't remember the exact quote, but I don't know. I think you get rid of it. <laughs> uh... I know that this is, like, kind of controversial. I think I'm sending it to the sun. This is controversial, Luke. Um, I don't think... How good could it possibly be? How could... <laughs> like... It's a very high risk, high reward situation. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Where the risk is essentially like the elimination of the human race. Yes. But the reward. I don't know what the reward is. Think that's about, the thing. I don't know what the reward think is. Think about how many prostitutes you could hire for what's in there. This is what they're <laughs> thinking about, Luke. They're like, it's a lot of prostitutes. It is. It is a lot. Be set for life. That's a lot of sushi and prostitutes, Luke. So, because apparently those are the only things. If that's the case, why didn't you stay at Fred's station? This is exactly the problem, Luke. This is. (laughs) They went on this weird adventure to get a box that they're like, "Yes, now we can live comfortably." And it's like, you, okay, you're you're doing this backwards, guys. (laughs) I do think though that they want to have some like bargaining power, and they've got their leverage. Well, they think they have their leverage. They don't know what's in the safe yet. Right. But 
And yeah, they're making a lot of assumptions of what's in the safe. You can't, guys. You can't, because you don't know anything that's in there. Right. And, Luke, if this is a virus, okay, it's already anywhere there's brown goo, it's there. Who cares if you have a few vials of it in a safe? Like, there's so much of it on Eros. There's so much. Like, you can find it a lot of places now. Mm -hmm. You don't need little tiny vials of it. You've got a you've got a Ziploc bag with a computer terminal that's covered in it. This is how a virus works, guys. You don't need the original sample. It's not like we had to go find the original sample of COVID to get to get some COVID virus. Like it's everywhere, guys. It's all over. <laughs> I can go swab the street and probably point. get some. Right, right. But there's research notes in here, maybe, potentially? Oh, research notes. Mm-hmm. We, Luke, we all know nobody reads Hard copy. Those. Nobody reads those. Hard copy, Dan. Yeah, it's their lab notebooks. Loose, loose leaf. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Luke. What do you, so what do, you, what do you think is in here? Do you think it's the vials? I think it's the original recipe for Dippin' Dots. Oh, you got to keep that. You got to. Luke's keep keeping that. it. Luke's keeping it. <laughs> At all cost. It's been lost. It's been lost when the company went bankrupt, but they've found it hidden on an asteroid somewhere. This is what the proto, this like proto thing is. This proto, what do they call it? I can't remember the <laughs> name of this thing. It's like a protoplasmid or something or a molecule protomolecule or whatever protomolecule it's actually just dipping dots it's it's the it's the ice cream in the future dan the 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 wires just got a little crossed here and like this whole flesh thing is a completely different situation like what that when they're talking about this new weapon they're developing it's actually weaponized ice cream Mm. and it just happened like the coincidence oh the coincidence that the ship that was carrying the the OG formula also happened to get hit by a weird alien virus. That's tough luck. You really, know. Yeah. Actually, it's not because the weird alien virus, the aliens are, are trying to get their hands on some dipping dots. It's true. It makes a lot of sense when you think about it, guys. Makes a lot of sense. That's our, that's our theory and we're sticking to it. Um, also, pretty sweet, pretty sweet uh, ship we've got here. The one that they just had to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you keep it? I think is Amos a bad guy? Why do you why why are you thinking that? Amos is so comfortable around this flesh thing. Amos sees the flesh thing yes. and is like, oh, weird flesh thing. Nice. You want me to get the reactor back online, boss? I'll get it. I'll, hang on, I just gotta dig my hands real deep in here. I just gotta really <laughs> dig, dig in feel around i can i can find the on switch it's somewhere in here let me just dig around a little bit um he's too cool with it right he's got to be a bad guy he's got to be he's very cool with it he's almost too cool with it to be a bad guy no i think he's seen it he's seen it before i see what you mean okay because you've okay luke luke take a second You've never seen anything like this in your life before. You've seen a lot of shit, okay? If you're Amos right. and and you've never seen anything like this before, 
it, you're going to take more than a beat. You're going to take more than five seconds before you're like, cool, let me turn the reactor on. Like, this is a flesh monster of proportions. You've never seen anything like this. This is this is beyond the pale, okay? You, you have to. He has to have seen something like this before. Unless he's playing some fucked up video games. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So the I I think to some to some extent I agree with you. The reason I was saying that he's almost too comfortable with it to be a bad guy yeah. is because like a bad guy would try to pretend like he's weirded out by it. Oh, right? you're right. A bad guy would be level two deception, where a bad guy right. wouldn't want to look cool about it. He would be trying to look normal about it. Yeah. Which and by normal I mean like panicking freaking like freaking out, freaking yeah. out. but maybe this is a level three though luke man okay where amos there's is always, like there's a- always another level amos is like if i freak out then they're gonna think i'm actually a bad guy because i'm normally pretty cool <laughs> so i gotta double down and act cool again okay okay so our we're, our our theories now are that amos is Amos, whatever we're, we're pronouncing it as, and Fred are the bad guys. Yeah, I think so. I think they're working together. I agree. I agree. Do you think it has something totally. to do with the Mormons? <laughs> we should probably not. We should probably not, right? <laughs> we should I don't probably, know why they're in here. We should probably leave that one. Huh? Let's. We can leave it. We can leave it for now. For now. Um, <laughs> speaking of organizations that are horrible with women uh holden and miller (laughs) sure uh these guys are gonna be friends because of how terrible they are with women right in their own special Um, ways they're just like horrible yes i mean i think they're very different yeah but in in both ways they're bad like for let me just let's just let's break it down real quick holden the obvious one right he like he he i think naomi breaks him down so well in like the perfect takedown when he's like hey i love you and she's like fuck you (laughs) i'm like the one female around and now suddenly now you love me shut up dude you don't know go away i love that uh, I love Holden getting taken to task. Also, it's just like bringing up that cringe relationship that he had at the very beginning where he was like, hey, baby, I love you. And she was like, nah, bud. Um, it's just, it's not good. And then Miller, Miller is being so cringe about Julie. Oh, yeah. Like, th- dude, bud you're you're like hallucinating a woman you've never met before and she's like you're hallucinating her being like intimate with you like like caressing you and like what dude it's it's tough it's it's a weird and he's like he's like swapped out his ex-wife because it used to be his ex-wife that filled this role in his life and he would see her everywhere and now he's like, Julie, looking hot today. Let's swap Julie in. <laughs> Let's swap Julie into my hallucinations of a of a woman that that I like. It. He's also like 
pretty chill about hallucinating. Yeah, very chill. <laughs> and and chill about not I mean, telling he, anyone that he's doing it. Right. I mean, he has a couple times where he's like, has a semi epiphany about like how unwell mentally he is. <laughs> but I I don't know if he is really like thinking about it. No. You know, I don't think so either. Like, hey, people don't hallucinate other people that frequently, you know. No, it's not a super common thing to do. I don't know if it's something we should be so, so we should be like into this much. I would be, I would be, I would be a little bit concerned, kiss about myself. Yeah, and that they're women, and they're like, I don't know, man. The things you're hallucinating these women doing, that's, that's probably not good. But let's try meditation. Maybe therapy, guy. Or therapy. Maybe you should have spent a little bit more time in the in the mandated therapy sessions after you killed those people and been like, hey, I also am right. having these hallucinations of my ex-wife. Is that a problem? <laughs> but instead you were like, Well, it's Wah. really weird because like on one level it seems like he took them seriously. You're right. I think I think so. But on another level, it's like, where well, you, clearly you didn't. <laughs> well, you know, Luke, he was there for a purpose, right? He was like, yep, I've stopped. You know, thank you for all your work helping me get through my trauma of shooting someone. Uh, I'm going to go deal with... The, you're, you're not here for the hallucinations. I get that. I get that. That's not part of our <laughs> deal. I'll go do those on my own. So thanks. You did your job. Good work. We'll see you later. Mm, he has tunnel vision with his with his issues yeah meanwhile his therapist is like wait wait no 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 and he's like already left and it's like ah i needed his insurance information Mm. always (laughs) yeah i've got some i've got some concerns about miller i mean it it is funny that they're kind of becoming best buds. Yeah, they've got they've got their little daily cancer in common <laughs> as well, which is a huge bonding experience. Yeah, it's great for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they're gonna it's gonna blossom into a horrifying friendship that cannot positively cannot possibly lead to anything good. Can I make a prediction here? Can Dan swing for the fences sure. real quick? Oh, I love these, yeah. I want them both to get to touch the little brown goo and become a one person. I want them to get fused together. Ooh. That'd be neat. I think that's where we're headed. Level up. Their orbits are taking them closer and closer together. It's only natural that they're going to get smushed into one super, super guy. Here's here's what what happens when we learn a little bit more. They're gonna learn that the goo can fix the cancer stuff. Oh, and so yeah. they're gonna actually do it intentionally. <laughs> they're gonna be like, it's we're gonna be a they're they're gonna be a they're gonna look at each other across a pu- a puddle of goo and do a one two three and both and cannonball put their hands in it at the same time. They got a cannonball and into cannonball. it. Cannonball, <laughs> yeah. This is true. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, Luke, I promised. I promised everyone we'd we'd do a star fact, or we do a we do a space oh. fact every episode. We got yes. a space fact here today. 
Okay. So we just found out that the this thing is from one of the from Phoebe, one of the moons of Saturn. Mm-hmm. Luke, imagine so you know Saturn has that ring around it, right? I've heard. Yeah. So imagine you could put that ring flat and then stand at the edge of it. Okay, so you're like looking at the edge of the ring. Okay. That ring, total height, 20 meters. 20 meters? 20 meters tall. That seems, that seems low. It's insane, Luke. It's, it's so thin. It would be like if you took, uh, let's say like the Empire State Building is Saturn. It would be like taking a sheet of paper and putting it around the Empire State Building for like the height differences interesting that's crazy that's the ring that's the ring 20 meters tall guys what is it made of uh do we know dust so a lot of ice crystals some some organics yeah yeah it's pretty cool that's neat neat fact so yep we're gonna have one more folks get ready get hyped we love these Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. You know what, Luke? We asked for more flesh monster info, and we got it. I don't know how (laughs) happy I am about it, but actually, who am I kidding? I loved it. Give us more. Give us more of this alien flesh thing. I'm having a great time. More alien flesh monster, please. I'm having a great time, Luke. We're going to get more of that next week. We're going to have plenty more hot takes. And still being dumb nerds. Yeah.